He's not an easy guy to prank at all. Like, we just came up with this idea to, like, do something on stage that would rattle him. Also, guys hate when girls cry or when they fight. They're just so uncomfortable. They just don't even want to be around it. So we're like, this is brilliant. Hey, y'all. It's Katie Austin here from Nashville, Tennessee. And I am so freaking excited because this is our first Austin AF episode on the road ever. And Nashville is one of my favorite places, seriously, in the United States. And I'm so freaking pumped to be here. Try all the fried chicken. Try all the good drinks and cocktails. My body is not a temple this week. We are going full throttle and trying everything as well as having some amazing country artists coming in. We have influencers that I'm interviewing this week. I'm really excited for you guys to hear every single episode. And I find it just so freaking cool and exciting that the last time I was here, I was actually working for a media company doing the CMA interviews. And I was like interviewing country artists on the red carpet. And now I'm here literally doing it for my own show for CMA week, which is so crazy to say. So thank you so much to Malcolm Media. And also thank you so much to Bento Living. We are here doing all the interviews at Bento Living in Chestnut Hill. So make sure to check it out if you guys are in Nashville. I am really excited because today I have Runaway June. They are a threesome girl band and they're also versatile and so different. They're seriously about to walk in the studio right now. So stay tuned for that. Uh, just a little quick story before we get into it. Hopefully <laughs> I have time to say this. I remember last time I was here uh, for the CMAs. It was just so thrilling and exhilarating because I feel like the CMAs have been like something that I've been wanting to do and like interview at the red carpet. So I flew to Nashville not having any knowledge that I was doing a job whatsoever. I came to just like try to sneak into some after parties. That's literally who I was two years ago. I got a call the night before saying, hey, do you want to interview on the red carpet for the CMAs? And I was like, oh my gosh, it was so freaking cool. I had to go to a store and then within 30 minutes I had a dress. The next morning I was in glam. I was in hair and makeup trying to study up on some country artists. And I was on the carpet and I was really, really excited because this was this girl, Gabby Barrett, and she had just came out with this call song called I Hope. And it was like my favorite song at the time. I hope he cheats. And basically I went up to her and I was so nervous. And I was like, I, in the interview, I was like, I love your song before he cheats. And she was like, what? That's a Carrie Underwood song. And I was like, oh my God, I literally, I'm so sorry. Oh my God. I got all bright red. And I was like, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. Next time I was like, still like a little bit emotionally, like just weirded out from that whole interview because I fucked up so bad. And I saw Colby Calais, who is now in Gone West. She's in a band. And I grew up like listening to Colby Calais' music. And I literally just start bawling during my interview. Like, hold it together, Katie. You were being hired to do this for another company. I was so, I love her so much. I just heard her crying. I like barely could do the interview because I just love her so much. I got to flirt with like Riley Green. I got to interview like Kit Moore. It was just so much fun. So I'm so excited to see, uh, you know, everyone this year at the CMAs and see who I can interview and especially today with Runaway June. So without further ado, let's get them on in here. All right, you guys, I am so excited. I have Runaway June in studio. And thank you, first off, so much for coming. I really appreciate it. I know with the hectic schedule with the CMA week and everything, it's probably so much going on. So we really appreciate it here at Austin F AF. And we have wine for you guys. Jennifer, I know you can't I drink. Know. She's I'm pregnant, bad. you guys. I'm going to live vicariously through that. <laughs> and I'm going to be good to my baby. Yes, yes. please. Yes. Please. How many weeks are you? 18. You're 18 weeks. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So almost halfway there. Here you go. I can, I'll have one for her too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. Just drink extra for me. That's been happening a lot lately. I'll We've been having one for Jen. Mm -hmm. Thank you. 
And I'm gonna pour one for myself too. Nice little. We'll do you want a Pellegrino? Yeah. Do you want? Oh yeah, we oh, have, yeah. have non-alcoholic. It's amazing drink. how it makes it feel so much yeah, better if you put it in a wine glass. glass. Yeah. And we have we'll some just cookies have to do it again when, after she's born, and we'll redo the wine. Yes. Wine. Okay. So I yes. also want to touch on how we have a very small world. And so, so you guys, Jennifer and I's dads literally played tennis together growing up. Um, and they were professional tennis players, I think, together. I'm yeah. probably butchering this. Um, and you went to USC. I went to USC. We have so many small world connections. Fight on. And so it's just so cool that you, you know, you're in this band now. And I first wanted to start on how you guys got started with Runaway June. It actually really came together in the songwriting room here in Nashville, as many things do. Um, the songwriting room can be a very magical space, and um, that's how we really formed the band was over writing songs. Cool. Yeah. And we were actually talking earlier about how it's so different because with COVID, you know, writing songs, you couldn't be in the same room together. So how was it writing songs when you're digital and not in person? You can't really get that energy. Very yes. difficult, but everyone was going through the same exact right. yeah. problems. So it helped a little bit. Um, and then it felt like people kind of started to get traction. It was like we were writing like four out of tens, and then it started to get kind of like six out of ten, and then like ten out of ten. We did get some good stuff on Zoom, you but man. Adapt it was situation. Rough. Yeah, and yeah. You, we really like figured it out, you know, and and people got used to it. Kind of got into a rhythm. But you're it. missing. There's a big part of like an energetic component that songs are born in when you're in a room together with people Absolutely. and people are playing around with instruments and there's you know different banter that so many legendary songs have been born that way. So you are kind of missing it, but also people don't really waste time either. True. They, they want to yeah. get off that yeah. fucking That's computer. True. It does go much is, faster. Yeah. They come in with an yeah. idea. They kind of want to go faster. Whereas, like in a writing room, you can be there sometimes all and day. And there's which is good and bad because yeah. sometimes you really yeah. connect with people and yeah. like um, have wine or whatever, and you just you end up it ends up becoming bigger than a write, which is sometimes more important, yeah. you know. And I think we all realize that too. Like after Zoom, after we adapted and got used to Zoom. We're like, oh, this is okay. We can do this, you know? And then when we started writing in person again, we were like, oh, this is why <laughs> right. it's so special in person. Like, you just forget how being actually with another human is so much better. Zoom did a cool thing, though. I think we're not alone in this, but, like, it really did open up so many more opportunities for people to work remotely, including songwriters. Yes. Whereas, like, that's the biggest benefit to me. Huge. Yeah. It was something like, that will last. Because you can yes. write with someone mm -hmm. while they're still in L.A. Mm -hmm. or London cool. or yeah. Australia. Yeah. Yeah. And so there are elements to having opportunities yeah. with rights that, you're like, oh, I, I can't fly to L.A. this week. And now that's not necessarily the nail in the coffin. Especially you know? since kind of like the community is used to doing yes. Zoom rights now. It's like not going to be. No one prefers them. Yeah, but right. they can be done. And we know that they can. And people have gotten good enough to get actually good songs off of it. So there were good and bad things about it. But it's good to be back in the to have I, the option. Yeah, exactly. And because everyone else is doing it, it doesn't make it, you know, any different. But at the same time, I am obsessed with your song, Wild West. I literally, oh, I before you guys came in, I was like, I'm going to just, you know, sing it a little bit. I want to be number four in the band. No, I'm kidding. My entire life. So cute. My entire life, you guys, I'm not kidding you. If I could sing, I was like, I want to be a country artist. That is getting my thing. I can't fucking sing for shit. And so it was not happening. <laughs> 
But, but I if also, you ever woke up and but, could sing. Or play the fiddle. Or, yes, hey, or play, play, the, does sing. play yes. the fiddle. You know, not musically gifted whatsoever. But I was listening to it too, and you mentioned your grandfather's name, John Wayne in it. And do you, do you like when people bring up that's your grandfather or no? Yeah, no, I love it. I mean, I'm so proud that he's my grandpa, and he was such a good man, you know? So I, I love it, but... I'm sure they, it gets old for them. Yeah. They yeah. Hear the stories yeah. over and over and over again. No, the thing but. is, it's, it's amazing the impact that he had on the world and still has. And the, the fervor which with people come up to you and are like, I'm the biggest John Wayne fan. Or my mom is, you know, and it's so special. Yeah. It's so special seeing that. And you never seem like you're irritated with it at all. No, I always want to give people the time, too, because it's like if that person's their hero and they feel like they're close to that person, that one minute of talking to them makes a huge difference, you know? So it's hard for me to to turn that down. Like, I'm right. just in it and I'm present with people when they want to talk about him. And was it really special including him in that song? Yeah, I had wanted to write... You know, I wanted to write about him, but it, I like, it's my grandpa. I don't, I can't just do it. Yeah. She's away. So I felt like that was like just, you know, giving him a little tip of the hat without making it all about John Wayne, but just right. a little. Right. right. And you guys, right. and you guys just got done, just got uh, done with, uh, with Luke Bryan. Yeah. You guys, that's crazy. That's so crazy <laughs> you guys. You guys just opened for Luke Bryan. Like, he's the biggest country singer in, yeah. in the world. Yeah. Yes. Was that just crazy? I want to hear all about your experience. I have so many questions about that. But, like, overall, how was it? It was just so fun. I mean, like, Luke is just a fun guy. He's like a big brother um, all around. Like, it's funny because you don't meet people that famous, that successful, that are that available. Right. Um, truly. Like, he he just like the minute we got on to that camp, you know, we call it a camp. It's literally a little town that moves around. Mm -hmm. um, if you see Luke not on stage, he's like your brother. He's like such a down to earth, warm yeah. guy who's just like, you know, eating the same food and catering and complaining about the chicken. <laughs> and like, you know, it's like he's just so real and like. It's not even this way that he's like trying to be the mayor so that you know he's the nicest guy. It's like very authentic and real. And and then you see him walk on stage and and just perform a show for thirty three thousand people, and it's like Crazy. shit. This guy's he's the biggest star. And you're just talking to him like a normal human, like a friend. It's the yeah. most normal conversations you'll ever have. And yeah. he's like, I think that's joking. why he's a star though, because he is that way on stage too. You know, yeah. he's just himself, and he doesn't take himself seriously. He jokes with the crowd. He makes fun of himself. Like he's just he's so authentic to his music and to him that I think people just love love him and they feel like they can relate to him. And know? he has such a stellar reputation in town. Any artist that you talk to that's ever toured with him, and I'm talking like us to little big town, to some of the other biggest oh stars yeah. on the level, they all say the same thing. Like, oh, you, you girls are going to have so much fun. It's the best tour in the world. Oh, his entire camp is so great. They're so good people. So we had this expectation going in, like, oh, He's like the Love best, and he exceeded that. Oh, like, that's and that's so hard amazing. to do because normally, if you have a bar of expectations set, you it's hard to live up to that. Right. You know, we have that a lot in life, and he's just he's the best. It was and so fun. Speaking of joking around, like you said, I saw something that you guys pranked him <laughs> on tour. Can you explain that, please? Please tell the audience oh, what you guys did. Him. <laughs> Great for us. <laughs> it's so bad. Like, honestly, we didn't even expect it to go as well as 
it actually did go. No. Not at all. At all. Like, we... We got him good. Oh, my <laughs> God. Fucking good. And he, honestly, like, he's not an easy guy to prank at all. Like, he is not easily shook. Him and his wife and his family, they prank each other all the time. Like, and... Like, there's been some epic pranks. Like, one time, Lee Bryce put an alligator in his piano. Like, a live what? alligator. Yes. And he was just, like, the videos of it is just, like, he just reaches in there. Like, there's no... It's really like, dangerous. He's not, he's not <laughs> yeah. shocked at all. Yeah. He knows oh what's going to so happen to him. we were trying... I mean, we were trying to think up what to do. And, like, you know, we had all different kinds of ideas. But we definitely, like, collectively and with some of his team, like, we just came up with this idea to, like, do something on stage that would rattle him. But not to him, because right. most people, like, if you're going to try to prank him, he's just not going to. Also, guys so. hate when girls cry or when they fight. They're just so, so uncomfortable. They just don't even want to be around it. So we're like, this is brilliant. We're going to be on stage with him, and he's not going to know what to do. Okay, so tell so, him okay, what you so every night, Luke brings <laughs> so us funny. out to sing a song called All My Friends Say. And he brings out Dylan Scott, who's also on tour. So now. fun. Yeah. It was, it's so fun. So it's like in the middle of his show, the whole, the whole place is full of people. And um, we we sing all my friends say we're throwing out beers. They bring out this cooler. We're throwing beer to the crowd. It's just super fun. And then we go into Tim McGraw's um, Country Boys and Girls Getting Down on the Farm. We kind of start singing that. Well, Luke is just playing acoustic guitar to that, right? Like his band leaves the stage. Yeah, so it's all Luke. It's just, yeah. just us, him. It's and just us, us and him yeah. out there. And um, so Dylan takes the first verse, and then he usually throws it to me. He's like, "All right, Naomi, you got this one." You know, and I step up and I start singing. Well. That night, that night, that night, I step in front of Naomi and very loudly and obnoxiously start singing her part. Yeah. And just like plant my feet on the speaker. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. And I'm like singing. And she and so I like grab her and pull her down. I'm like, why don't you like, take my what? part? Just sing with like, me. Why God. Why did you fucking part? And then I'm Luke, trying to separate like, them. I come and not here. I grab Natalie and I start like bringing her down on like, the no, stage. No, fighting and Jen's trying to break like Oh my god! And Luke has completely stopped playing the guitar. Him and Dylan Scott are like, <laughs> "What do we do?" What they are they like, part is that his tour manager who, who watches side stage. He's always there, like when fights happen or whatever. Usually, we usually in the crowd, not on stage. Mark, where are you? And so Mark walks Mark on stage. Mark comes like jogging down at the plan, you know. Oh, and when Luke sees yeah. Mark walk on stage, he's, he's like, like, "Oh my god, this is real!" This like is real. he literally was just. This a is a real audience. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. So wait, did oh, yeah. you tell the audience? Oh, he stopped this, playing, so the it audience was silent. Other than did us you yelling tell at the each audience other. after? No. Hey guys, this is oh, real. Yeah, yeah. Okay. After, <laughs> after. So then, so then, our tour manager and a couple of people were in the security pit, and they had feather pillows that had holes in them. And they threw him up there. Luke still didn't see it. He's like white. He's like inside of a panic attack. And we just start <laughs> beating him and Dylan Scott with these pillows, just like. And then he was like, everywhere. These assholes just <laughs> punched my ass. Like, we got him so good. He, oh my so he couldn't recover. Like, the rest of the show, he was so flustered. Like, he kept slipping on so feathers. Bad. You guys went full there's, throttle oh, in the oh, oh, You always talk about that. There was there's a ballad later in his set, and they like turned the fans on, and the fans just made the feathers go everywhere. Oh it was the gift that kept giving because the rest of the show was ruined, and he just couldn't. He was. It was hilarious. Oh, well, afterwards, oh, yeah, yeah, he came. He came to our dressing room, and he's like, "Y'all." I thought Runaway Jim was done. Y'all can't recover from that. Like I thought you were really breaking up, and I broke up Runaway Jim.
Oh my gosh, would you guys have like, he has like feathers in his boots <laughs> and all over his clothes. Honestly, the feathers surprised me. I didn't expect, like, I was like, all of a sudden there were so many feathers in the air. I was breathing them in. One got stuck in my eye. I was like, oh my God, we just made it. Oh yeah, I had to pull one out of your eye on yeah. stage. Like, she was like, help. Luke was so frustrated. So we were just like banging the feathers, you know, and they <laughs> so came out, but not crazily. Luke took the the pillow. And he's just shook all the feathers out. Like, he was just getting all of his frustration out. Like, he was like, I can't believe this just happened. You guys. And they just went it was every, good. Every that's wild. ridiculous. Would you say that's like Absolutely. your favorite memory from like the, the funniest oh, one of yeah. them? Oh, yeah. Yes. I mean, Do you have any other memories from touring with him? Yeah. Yeah. He's just funny. They're just funny moments. Like, we, we would get up and work out with his trainer, like, he, which is also so cool. Like, he would train with his trainer, and then everyone else was allowed to train. So he had a perf personal trainer out there, which is so sick. And so one morning, me and Haley, uh, my manager, and uh, my tour manager, we were out there, like, and, and the, the trainer's, like, making us run up these hills and stuff. And, we, and Luke comes off of his bus. And I was running back down the hill. We're facing the buses, so I see him walk off. And, he's, and it's, like, pretty early, and he's like, Hey! Hey, you assholes! <laughs> You just feel bad. You need to get in here with us. <laughs> he's just funny. He's just like always making jokes and like. One of my favorite so memories from it is he has this beer called Two Lane Beer. Oh my god! And so his management reached out to us before the tour, and they're like, "Hey, can you guys be? You know, we want to do a sponsorship with you guys if you guys promote it and stuff, and we'll pay you." And so of course we said yes. So we're like on Instagram, you know, posting all this Tulane and, like, professional Trying to make pictures. it fun. And, yeah. Like, yeah. And so he keeps saying to us, like, hey, thanks so much for, like, supporting But Tulane, in every picture, you know? Katie, like, we're, like, holding the beer. <laughs> it's like, very obvious like, that it's obvious, placement. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, we're not trying to hide it. Really, you know? like, posting a lot, you know, sharing a lot. We're, like, you're welcome. Like, you're paying us. Yeah. 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 And so right. he's, cool. he likes the content. He yeah. sees us one That's night, and he's, so like, funny. you guys are going to die. He's like, I was having lunch with my manager, and I'm like, man, these runaway June girls. He was starting to get kind of weirded like, out. Kind of weirded he out. thought that we were like kissing so ass. He didn't know that you guys were getting paid. No. Yeah. He thought that we were like, oh my gosh. I'm like, posting so much. Stuff. He's like, okay, you're already on the tour. <laughs> like, like, calm no down. He was like, I honestly thought y'all were kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> and then he tells her, he's like, these girls are buzzed a lot about, you know, Tulane. She's like, Luke, we're paying them. And he's like, Oh, oh my gosh, he's like, thank God. God. He fell off the chair. He was laughing so Oh my God, he sounds hilarious. Oh, he's, he's so, so He's a goober. Oh he's my just, gosh. Yeah. Uh, do you guys drink almost every night on tour? I feel like I would. I'd just be like okay. so happy. And I would, first off, I would need a drink, obviously, before going on stage. You, I mean, you can't obviously drink right, right now. now. <laughs> we do. There's a, do. there's a, the thing is, is it's like, it is your life. It's your, right. it, it's your lifestyle. So if you drink every night, you're drinking every night. Yeah. You know, it's like you can't, you, it can get away from you really easily. Um, and we take our show very seriously. So we, we, you know, we have a little pregame shot or maybe not, but um, there are people that do it every single night. I just am like, I don't want that life. My body could never. I do not want that body either. Yeah. Well, yeah. and that's the biggest yeah. part to me. There's it's people like, that drink every night. No, nope, that's nope. not the, yeah, but that's not the It would be easy to do, for. but it's also really hard to do. Does that make sense? Like, if you're drinking, for sure. it's hard on you. Like, and also, yeah. I feel like most people, people do, though. I, I feel like most people do, too. We're women, and we care about ourselves and stuff, but 
most people on tour drink every night. There are a lot of fit guys. Yeah. yeah. But they still drink every night. Guys are different. It's they hard. Really, they can like take down 10 beers and still be, have a six yeah. pack. I'm like, it's crazy. It's they a little can. easier. I feel like when you get to this point, it's like when you're still touring the bar circuit, that's mm-hmm. when I feel like I drank the most. Because mm-hmm. if you were playing three or four hours a night, people are bringing shots up yeah, to the stage. It's kind of how you get through yeah. it. Yeah. But yeah. now it's like, Oh, no, I have a drink because I want to, not because right. I'm just trying to power through. Yeah. Right. You know? It's nice to have a little tequila in the drummer yeah. as to go back to It's such a yeah. drinking atmosphere, though, yeah. too. Yeah. Like, even on stage with Luke, Absolutely. like, he's getting shots all the There's time. There's alcohol. Do shots every, behind I'm stage sure. after. I People mean, were throwing a... shots up on stage at him, like, little, like, airplane bottles, you know? I'm like, how'd you bring that, all that in there? Someone brought a bottle of Crown a in A bottle of Crown. Yeah. And he put it down his pants. And then he took it out and gave it back to him. And you're like, I don't want to touch that. Yeah. Oh, this is a warm bottle of Crown. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And you were just saying how you work out every single morning or most mornings when you're on tour. I want to hear about your morning routines because I feel like it'd be really tough to be on the road so much and not having such a set routine. So is there something that you guys do, like a ritual every morning or working out? How do you, like, stay on top of your routine? So the easiest thing is when you're on a proper tour, like with Luke or with Mm -hmm. Carrie Underwood, um, is because your every day is basically the exact same. Similar schedule. Your tasks, your schedules are the same. So it's really easy to get into a proper routine. Um, Whereas, like, when you're doing fairs and festivals, you're not sure where your dressing room is or if you're going to be able to get to a gym. Um... But for me, when I'm on a tour like that, I work out every morning. Um, I'm usually an early riser. It just depends on, like, depends on how late the night is. Right. Um, and I meditate regularly, and I journal, and um, that's, that's what I do. And then after my workout, we kind of start working. Doing for you. Yeah. Wow. You know what's great? YMCA's. Yeah. It's so awesome. Like, when we were on tour with Carrie, there wasn't a trainer for us. Oh, the gyms, YMCA. Yeah, and like, it was, like, every why? place. Yeah. Why? Doing your YMCA. It's like, like the day of the wedding. I love that dance. You're not going. You're not, like, really ready to do the after coffee. She just does the YMCA every morning. I'm like, in Los Angeles, you have it. No, but really, they're awesome because they also have showers, shower facilities. So a lot of times at the venues, if you're getting a bad shower room because you're the opener. The Y has the shower. They have all the workout, you know, equipment. If you're a member, you can go anywhere. So we really, like, took advantage or, of that on the carry tour. Yeah. We a lot of YMCA. Even, like, sometimes on the big festivals, they're in the middle of, no, they're in the middle of, like, a farm yeah. field, you know, so it's, it's, oh it's rough. But, that, oh, my favorite thing, though, is I, I always go on a walk. I need mm-hmm. a walk. It's my space to myself. And even if I don't have time to get a full workout in, I'll go on a walk. And even when we're out in the middle of nowhere, there was one festival we did. I ended up in a cornfield. Like I went down a road. It was still a it was a gravel road. And then I turned right and then I was like, I'm straight up in a cornfield right now. Like I walked a little bit and crickets were like getting bigger and bigger on me. And I was like, I'm gonna turn around. I always like seeing you on the walk. I know, but then we always pass each other. Yeah. That's I usually try my, to get off property. And it's yeah. fun, too, to just, like, walk around and see, get, get a little bit of bearings of where you are. 
you totally. know? And, and some alone time too. I feel yeah. like you yes. guys are yeah. together all the time. Yeah. How important is like your alone time? Super important. So important. Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't know. I just, I feel like it would take a toll on my mental health. Do you mm-hmm. guys ever like, you know, struggle with mental health on the tour and like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And how do you guys like get through that? It's easy to break down. Yeah. yeah. Especially when you miss home and you miss your dogs and your family and just yeah. being in your own bed. I mean, it's easy to break down. I feel like that's what the self-care is so important for though. Like taking that time. Mm-hmm. I haven't really gotten my meditation game down on the road. I'm so good about it at home, but I feel like I need to be alone and I feel like a weirdo if I go like sit Indian style in a corner and I'm like, no, leave me, leave me be. But I, that's the one thing that I'll do in my bunk though. Like at night, I will, I will do like a sleep meditation to go to sleep and that helps tremendously. It makes my, it's, a, it's like a reset for me. You know, I have golf too. Golf is my therapy. Oh, good for you! It. And At least find so a golf course. It's right. really easy to find. Really, golf yeah. Okay. yeah. And yeah. I'll just go our band play. So I go a lot with our guys, but I'll just play by myself too. I've gone so many times and just go and play. And it's so nice a to be outdoors, outside mm-hmm. the bus and the arenas yeah. and everything. And they're all beautiful courses. Like every single course that you play is in a different part of the country. So, so it has cool. a different kind of beauty. And it's like, I mean, I've played on a course where I saw a white wolf and where there was elk. And I mean, it's just so That's cool. really cool. Yeah. That's really, really cool to see so many different courses while you're on the road. Yes. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And I can yeah. like check out and I'm yeah. just thinking about golf. I don't think about anything else. That's yeah. We also have a band therapist and um, we're really easy with each other. It's a lot of personalities to deal with all the time. There's you know, we're all living on a little tiny bus, and while we all get along great, including our whole team, it really does start to feel like um, like a small, small, small world sometimes. So we just right. do these things. We do our own practices to kind of make sure we get our alone time, and um, it supports wine. the show. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, wine. and if, yeah. yeah, if you're not yeah. pregnant, there's a lot of wine to help. Yeah, so. I haven't been able to use that checkout method <laughs> lately, but. Yeah, I do feel like there is kind of going back to what you said, Naomi, like a lot of, you know, stigmas around also like girls in Mm. groups too, because Mm -hmm, it can be really hard when you have really big personalities getting together. Um, Have you guys faced any adversity with like, you know, I don't know, just like as a girl group getting along with each other or like understanding, I feel like as an adult also, you kind of confront someone, like, you know what I mean? When you're like teenagers, it's like so different and it's like you kind of like go underneath the rug or whatever. But like now that we're adults, it's like you figure it out and you figure out who someone is and you kind of like, you know, know who that person is. Yeah. But yeah. That's it's the most important thing is knowing who the other person is and knowing yourself because we're all so different. Right. So when you know, like, okay, this is a trigger for them or this is a trigger for me or this is how they react, like, I feel like that makes it a lot easier because you can't expect everybody to do everything like you right. do, you know? But yeah. when you start to really know someone, you can understand why they are acting. You're like, well, I wouldn't act that way. Well, okay, because I'm not that person, you know? Right. I think that's a been a big part of it's it. just like any relationship though it's all about the communication totally. and it's not always easy I mean yeah. we we have to have really hard conversations with each other sometimes but just like I mean we we think of it as like a marriage I mean that's what we are we're in a marriage together and so we have to bring up the hard stuff when it's necessary and then you talk it through and you figure it out mm-hmm. you know and we all want it so badly. This has right. been our dream since we were little bitty girls. And so to be able to do it at this level, being on the Luke Bryan tour and playing to huge crowds every night helps give you that motivation Absolutely. if there is yeah. anything. But yeah. it's it's all about the communication and listening to one another. I wouldn't say that it's different for girls in a mm-hmm. sense. I think women just deal with 
problems differently than men. Like we know a lot, a lot of our friends are in bands. Yeah, like dudes like midline, like they'll literally punch each other in the face in the front lounge. And then they're done. Women just go through a different process. So I don't think that we have more or less issues because we're females necessarily. We just have a different process to get through it. Um, And, you know, while maybe the desire to get into a fist fight Happens. I'm joking. That's why we're um, I mean, I mean, yeah. my best friends and I were like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I've known them since I was like little, so that's nothing new. But yeah, I think that's a little bit of maybe a stigma. I think because women are obviously, we're highly emotional creatures and we deal with things differently. We're, we're more sensitive sometimes. But man, I've known... I've known musician men that are way more sensitive than us. Same. I, know, I don't feel like I'm very sensitive. I'm Compared like, to listen, some, I, I uh, like, so I just got to say, we just, we just figure it out. I think every band has a different dynamic, but I don't really, I really don't think gender has a role. There. I love that. I love that. I don't I either. And it's funny because we get asked like versions of this question a lot. And it really just, you saying that just dawned on me. Yeah. Like in my band with all dudes, I had a, a lot of the same guys for about 10 years in the same band. And the amount of avoiding that went on, yeah. like we we confront it and right. talk about it. And because we are emotional. We can access like, our emotions yeah. better than it's men like, are just like. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with, with being vulnerable and telling you yeah. how I feel about something. But it is funny, like coming into this band, that was refreshing and also a big shock like how much we talk about everything and I was like no this is good this is gonna be the longevity of this band you're putting songwriters together you guys have emotions that you yeah. just write about them, guys <laughs> yeah. right. um, okay now speaking of relationships too you guys are all in relationships right married we're all, all married, married okay now. new marriages so, yeah oh, new, new marriages I'm congratulations yeah. Thank you. I want to hear about how you keep up with your you know your husband's long distance like, how do you do that? I feel like that's hard. So um, our husbands are really good at um, coming to see us if it's been, you know, a long time. Um, we're really lucky that we live in an age of FaceTime and technology. I mean, there was a time yes. where, like, if you got on the bus, you got a pay phone, you wrote freaking letters. Like, it, there was a time where it was yeah. like, so you were The line like, of the pay phone and the, the lobby of the hotel had a line of the band and yeah. a pay phone. Like, that's horrifying to hear about. Yeah. But also, um, we're v- really fortunate. The country genre is very family-oriented, so we're not gone as long as a pop-back. Like, usually pop-backs go out, and they stay gone for three mm. months, and um, we're usually back a couple days a week. Um, oh, that's so nice. Yeah. 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 Oh. But my husband, he, he'll he come out and see me for a couple days, and then he'll work, and then, you know, we, we make it work. They, they will and rotate. All three of our guys are musicians. Yeah. That's and they ask. live on yes. the road too, so they understand and oh get it. So there's not, we have, we all have the extra benefit of like, they get it's it. A big right. They know what we're yeah. going through and that if we haven't called or didn't call or something, it's not because we weren't thinking about them or didn't care. Totally. And I think if you aren't in this gig and, and understanding how so much of our time is being on. 
It's like yes, there's people absolutely. around, and even though it doesn't look like we're working because we're drinking, we're working, and right. that's you know how exhausting that is, that's you guys. The most you, I mean, you know, sure. you know, I'm sure you know. You like, know I'll exactly do like a, what that I'll do like is. a one hour interview, and like for you know two hours after, I'm like, don't talk to me. Like I literally have to like <laughs> decompress. I'm like, it takes a lot out of you to yeah. be on oh, constantly. Yeah. It's like yeah. more than a workout. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like the emotional, the energy mental is exhaustion. Because if you think about it, Katie, like we're we're on stage. I mean, there are some shows that we do ninety minutes. Minutes, but usually, like our long set is seventy-five. We love being on stage. That yeah. you get a lot right. from that. It's really when you have to be on. That's really where you feel like, "Fuck, I'm drained." Even absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Also, vice versa. Like she said, all of our husbands are in music, so we understand too when they're gone. You know, I feel like most girls might not understand that because they're like, yeah. "Why isn't he calling? Where? What's he doing?" You know, I think all three of us know what it is and what it looks like. You have to have a lot of trust on both sides. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. I think my favorite memes on the internet are the ones where it's like, he must be out cheating, and it's like six dudes doing the dumbest thing. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about? Like in a basement, like punching each other in the face. Yeah. It's just like those are my favorite ones. Like <laughs> watching, like you know, men like try to hurt themselves. There's like 17 of them. It's like <laughs> it's like definitely not. They're not. Yeah, they're they're doing not. So no. stupid. That's hilarious. <laughs> okay, we're getting to the end of the uh, episode. I have two little segments for you guys. One is called mood boosting mantra, and basically it's where mm. you literally just like say a mantra or something that like rings true to you and how you got here today or like whatever you're feeling right now. It's like a quote or anything that's like, you can take a second to think about it too, but anything that's like rings true to like how, you know, you go about your day and like believing in your dreams or Mm. anything like that. I always say a prayer of gratitude for the gifts that I've been given and the opportunity to utilize them. I always want to use the gifts that I've been blessed with that I luckily discovered at an early age and have been given the opportunities to use them to the best of my abilities. I love that. I, love I really love that. And then that. it's up to me to take advantage of that opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, so go enjoy this yes. no matter what's going on. Yeah. I have a regular breath practice that I do. Um, so remembering for me to breathe and like reconnect with my body and help really helps me feel my emotions and I think clearly and um, it connects me to my spirit. So I just like I love that. literally always am reminding myself to breathe. I love that. Because I like I hold my breath. Like when I'm stressed, when I'm happy, when I'm on the phone, I'm not physically breathing and it just affects everything. So yeah. it also help you, helps you like live in the present moment. I yeah. feel like we all go through things that are like so exciting and you want to like live in the present. Sometimes I'm just like, okay, this is so cool right now. Breathe it in. Yeah, like, breathe, if you're not breathe in, in the body, body you can't yeah. experience it. And also that mantra, those mantras change. They're different for different points in my life. You Absolutely. Know? I, yeah. I find a new one that really rings true. But right now, remembering to breathe and like connect with my body and be here and be in this moment is big for me. I love that. What about you? I have so many, but um, my favorite is it's the man in the arena. And I'm forgetting who who the— um, Theodore Roosevelt. The, okay, Theodore Roosevelt. Um, it's just caring greatly. It's, it's, it's a, it's a longer than a quote, so you have to go <laughs> read it, but it's basically saying like my grandpa's, my favorite quote of my grandpa's is courage is being scared to death, but saddling up anyway, and just doing it. And you, even if you fail, like you still did it, you and the, the man in the arena is like, this person's in the arena and he's fighting and he might be losing and he's getting mauled, but at least he's in the arena. He's not the audience looking over and booing and judging him for being in the arena. Like, if he failed, he failed greatly. And I'm like, that's so 
cool because no matter what you're doing, you just gotta go for it and go be in the arena. And even if you fail, you failed greatly. You know? I really, really love that, especially because, like, you know, like on the way to stardom, I mean, you guys are already stars. It's you're gonna have so many haters along the way. And so you yeah. have to, like, oh, yeah. remember, like, hey, they're not in my shoes. I'm actually doing this. Right. And yeah. you know what I mean? No one else can say shit. About it. Yeah, I'm exactly. It. I'm yeah. actually yeah. doing it. So yeah. that's, that's really awesome. And then my next little segment here <laughs> is a little game. And it's like, who's the? And then you guys, because a lot of people are going to be listening on podcasts, not watching. Cool. Um, okay. So if you guys just want to say each other's names, who you think it okay. is. Okay. okay. Who's the messiest on tour? Natalie. Natalie. <laughs> yeah. They're about the same, but Natalie. I love how you said yourself. I feel like we're messy in different ways. Yeah. Okay. Like I mean, she's I, she's messy with with clothes and stuff, but she cleans everything. Like I do clean quickly. But like the yeah. back lounge is probably yours is probably the messiest like of clothes and stuff. But like she'll literally clean, scrub. Like, oh my god! Throw yeah. away stuff. Good if, for like, you. She threw yeah. me a full copy of mine one morning when it was like <laughs> she'll never let yeah. this go. <laughs> she won't ever. It's so typical her because she really does. She wants everything clean and nice, which is awesome being on a bus because someone people leave yeah stuff. and I like to save everything because what if we need it later oh no and she yeah. can't stand it and so yeah. she's like trying to throw it out and I'm like but no there's a little bit we might take a bite tomorrow <laughs> and she doesn't do you wear the same outfit every night on your show or do you change no. it I basically do yeah yeah I feel like it's easier I have that a little way. bit of a uniform like I step into a character and I yeah and I have clothes for that I feel like it'd be way too hard to like pick out an outfit every time you're oh like, it, so it much, is it's so much mind power if you just it yeah. is yeah Sorry, this is really off the game, but do you guys do your own hair and makeup for the tour and yeah. any show you guys have? Yeah. Damn, so you've gotten pretty good at doing your hair and yeah. makeup. You get yeah. good. Wow. Okay. That out These quick. girls are good at it. I, you <laughs> are great at We've it. had makeup artists do our makeup and hair, and like I've just asked a ton of questions, and then I buy yeah. products I like, and you just learn over time if you want to know. It's so much easier when you learn. I'm still, still trying to learn. <laughs> <laughs> Who is the most organized and in routine? Gosh, I don't know if any of us are really like, Organized. It's almost, it's so hard to yeah. be yeah. because yeah. every day is different. I have I'm certain routines. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the most unorganized person ever. We're organized in different ways. And this, yeah, I don't yeah. think any of us any are of like us are really type A. I, I really None like that though because yeah. it's real and it shows yeah. like you guys can still be successful and do what you're supposed to do yeah, and oh, still God, be, yeah. you know, not type A. My yeah. husband, he went and like organized the whole house and everything's like great. And I so don't know where anything is. I'm like, <laughs> where? And he's like, where it's supposed to be, where the pots are supposed to be. My God. Like, yeah, but it was on this top cover. When it's messy, you still know where shit is. Oh my God, in my mind, yeah. not <laughs> okay, who posts the most on social media? Probably Natalie. Probably me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you do. do a lot of Opry stuff. Too. Yeah. She's, she's hosting You're posting the Opry. Every week. Posting so cool. the most. Yeah. I literally have said four times by the end of this week, I'm going to have an accent just because I'm like trying yeah. to imitate the Tennessee accent. Yeah. Don't be picking up y'all. Oh, I already did the intro. I said, hey, y'all. <laughs> We're in Nashville. <laughs> okay, who shows up the last rehearsals? Naomi. Naomi. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. Who wakes up the earliest? Naomi or Jen? Definitely not me. That's the easiest. It again. It depends. it depends. So tour, we get, we don't really get into bed until late. So early on tour is about like eight. That's pretty early. Yeah. Um, but when I'm at home, I'm up at six thirty. Good for you. Yeah. I guess. Look, Natalie's face is like, oh, oh my god. Oh my god. I can't go to bed before midnight. Like I cannot. 
Yeah, because your adrenaline is so high, I bet. Even when I'm oh, home. Yeah. Oh, that's, my God. That's, that's yeah. great. That is a perfect, that is exactly why. I don't know how yeah, you guys even go to bed afterwards. Yeah, you're still it's on hard. high for hours Holy after the show. CBD. And your um, ears are just ringing. Mm -hmm. Not like I've ever done it before, but I'm just assuming. <laughs> just like, even your feet hurt from being on stage. <laughs> yes, the heels. All right, who's the best cook? Oh. Mm. Oh, gosh. Probably me. Okay. But she's, she's a baker. She's a good baker. Yeah. Yeah. You're big. Yeah, I'm the worst. <laughs> You're really doubting yourself. She likes to eat. I don't even know, I don't know what the food. utensils were called. I was like cooking Tools. instruments. Oh my <laughs> god, that's hilarious. Cooking instruments. Yeah. Who's the funniest? Oh, we're all funny. We all have like, a great yeah. sense of humor. I love that. Yeah. I will say that Naomi's pretty quick witted though. She, she thinks she'll great. get she'll get she'll me going, and yeah. I'll just lose it for <laughs> yeah. a while. Yeah. Like yeah. That's amazing. Last question. Who gives the best relationship advice? Mm. Oh my gosh. Questions. Well, Natalie's been married for 13 years. So 13. I feel like she's yeah. got the most experience. Of what the heck? How, how old were you when you guys got married? <laughs> I know. She was, we were 13. Like, I'm from what? Tennessee. Yeah. <laughs> no, I what? mean, I, I met my husband in college. We started bands together and started playing music together. And a couple of years into that, we were like, oh my gosh, there's something more than music oh. here. So. It's amazing. I like the story she tells. She's time. like, I was so pissed at him. And I was like telling someone, I hate him. And she was like, I hate him. I just am so pissed at him. I'm going to kick him out. Wait, I think I'm in love with him. <laughs> That's literally <laughs> how I realized I was in love with him. Every, she's like, you know what I said? Like, Don't you love James? And I was like, ew, James, no. Uh-uh, <laughs> no. And then I, it that dawned on me. That should be solved. That should be solved. Yeah. 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 Wait, are you? No, I have a boyfriend. He's amazing. Yeah, but we've only been together a year. Nothing like 13 years. Yes. A year? Yeah. yeah, we just moved in together last month. Congrats. I know, big That's step. I've never huge. lived with a guy before, so that is stay tuned huge. on how it goes if we'll still be together in six months. Oh, okay. my God. <laughs> You'll know. Yeah, You'll no, know. he's definitely know. the one. A year is a good, is a great point. And a COVID year yeah. as well, too. Yeah. Yeah. We know so each funny. other really well. We've, like, Pretend like we've been together for like four years. It's like really moved yeah. fast. That like helped both of them. One year in the COVID year is like four years. Yeah. Yeah. No, really though. Really like, we got like, yeah. real close. That yeah. allowed yeah. both of your relationships mm -hmm. during yeah. COVID to kind yeah. of speed mm -hmm. up because yeah. we yeah. weren't on the road. And that uh, that really resulted in these yeah. these weddings that yeah. happened oh, for yeah. both of them. All right, where can everyone find you and what do you guys have coming up next? We have just put out a brand new EP with three songs on it, which have been so fun to perform. Um, they are just some of our favorite songs that we've ever written. And we got booked to play Tortuga, I guess a couple years ago. This is our first time playing Tortuga, which is big. Huge. Um, Holy shit. We're writing, we're gonna finish the CP. I know, it's literally in your head. I'm so sorry. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, we've got a baby on the way. June official. Runaway June official on Instagram. Okay. Runaway June on Twitter. And, and runawayjune.com. And everywhere you can find music. <laughs> and everywhere you find music, you can find If we stuff. harmonized that, that'd be so cheesy. Uh, oh, you guys should do a harmonization on the way out. <laughs> Run away, June. And you guys want to be a little hardy on the way out. I'll join you. I'll join you. There is a, there is a jingle that's like, Yeah, it's um, Xfinity. Xfinity. Xfinity.com. Should we do a little Runaway June on the outro? Yeah. Okay, ready? You, Run, what are you going to say? Runaway June. <laughs> I'm like making up a jingle for you guys. I'm right just now. gonna seriously. Okay, wait, do it again. Runaway June. Okay, ready? Yeah. Two, three. Runaway June.
Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm very happy to not participate in that out of ruin yet. Well, thank you guys so much. And cheers to CMA oh, Week. Thank you, so you guys are so cute us. for you coming on my show. Yeah. I love you guys. And thank you. When I have the baby, you can help me get the baby weight. Okay, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I'm great idea. idea. Bye, y'all.